Hey there, gang, Angus here. Before we get into the show, let me ask you a quick question. Would you like to learn how to get your first patient-attracting Facebook and Instagram ad up and running in the next 60 minutes? Now, there's never been a better and easier time for you to be using social media to reach out to your community and invite them into your practice. Now, in this free 60-minute on-demand training, you'll be able to look over my shoulder as I walk you through step-by-step how to set up your first patient-attracting Facebook and Instagram ad. You'll see just how simple it is when you know how. I'm even going to give you access to my best performing ad with the images and the exact text that I use. Now, this ad currently brings in $7.70 worth of business for every $1 that I spend. You'll learn the right way to assess the success of your ad. Now, almost all practitioners get this wrong, and it's costing them thousands. You'll discover the number one commodity that your practice must be building in 2020 if you're wanting to build a profitable, predictable, impactful, and enjoyable practice. You'll find out why relying on organic reach on social media alone is a recipe for failure. And I'll reveal the dirty little secret that most social media and ad agencies don't want you to know and heaps, heaps more. Now to register for this free on-demand training, all you need to do is head on over to adiomedia.com forward slash simple. Yep, it's really simple when you know how. That's adiomedia.com forward slash simple. And in 60 minutes, I'll show you exactly how to get your first patient-attracting Facebook and Instagram ad up and running. Head on over to adiomedia.com forward slash simple. Enjoy the show. You've got to come back and think why. And, you know, and, and, and if we can ask that question when designing our own chatbots, our own chatbot conversations, um, that's when you start to have real engagement and connection. And what I mean by that is, you know, why do we like Alexa or Siri or Google Assistant? Because they're helpful. They help us solve problems. They help us get closer to what it is that we want. Okay, so think about those things when designing a chatbot. It's not just to make sales, okay? It's not just to give people our opening hours. Welcome to the Marketing Your Practice podcast, where we guide natural health and wellness experts through the pitfalls of marketing. Each episode, you'll learn simple, effective, easily actionable, and heart-centered marketing strategies. And here's your host, Angus Pike. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, friends. Welcome to the Marketing Your Practice podcast. Today, folks, we're going to be talking all about chatbots and messenger bots with Jamie Buttigy. Now, you might remember Jamie from episode 97, where we talked all about websites. Now, Jamie is the founder of Results & Co. It's a marketing agency that focuses on brand communication and marketing. And he's just the best when it comes to things like websites and copywriting, conversions, funnels, and what we're talking about today, messenger bots. Now, he's also a certified story brand guide. Jamie, welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Angus. How are you? (laughs) Buddy, I'm great. What our audience don't know is that's actually take three of our introduction. The first one, I completely forgot to hit the record button. The second one, I actually spoke like I'd had 17 beers before starting. So finally, we're kicking it off. Thank goodness. We are. Buddy, you've been well. You've had a trip to Bali since I saw you last. That all went well. Had a trip. Uh, I grew a beard. You know, you know when you go on holidays and you uh, you don't shave for a few days and you come back and think it's a good idea to leave it on. And uh, 
the wife's sort of okay with it at the minute, so I think it's going to stay for a few more weeks. Well, that was going to be my question there too, because I'm a big fan of growing the beard, but I just stopped getting any attention from my gorgeous wife, Lauren, <laughs> which is a real motivator for me to keep it trim. So um, beyond a little bit what I have at the moment, which she seems to think is a bit rustic and handsome, so that works, I go with it. But once it gets any longer than that, she just refuses to kiss me. So that's a motivator for me for it to, uh, not to get any longer. So good work for you. Well done. Thank you, sir. Now, we're going to talk all about messenger bots, chat bots today as well. Um, I've been fascinated on this whole topic really, I don't know how long ago they came, but, but probably three or four years ago, I first you know, started to notice them come up from there too. And I was super sceptical because I'm a big fan of the human interaction and I couldn't really see how they would work, certainly inside a, you know, a healthcare practice. That was until how I got introduced to you. At the time, I was looking for some story brand guides, particularly somebody who was an expert on websites. I came across you and your site. And I went through your kind of chatbot funnel. And as I was, because I'm a marketer, and as I go through these things, I look at it from lots of different points of view. And I just, every time I was sitting there throwing you virtual high five, because it was meeting all of my needs, it wasn't pushy. It was asking me, I knew it was automated, but I just knew what my next question was going to be. It was incredibly generous. And as I went through this whole process, I, I got this, ah, I went, ah, that's how it's meant to be done. So why don't we start with a question, you know, opening it right up to like, what is a chat bot? Yeah. Okay. So a chat bot is really just an automated conversation between your clients or potential clients and, and a bot. So, most of your listeners will be used to seeing these little widgets pop up on websites, right? And that's, that's often a form of live chat. So meaning that there's a human on the other end of that exchange or that conversation. But often if the chat's unattended, we can program a series of conversations or answers to ensure that we can deliver the best customer experience. And this is the chat bottle, the automated part of the conversation. So, you know, perhaps you've been on a website, you've had a problem or you've, you've got a question you've decided to use the chat, but it was unattended and that can be frustrating. So a chatbot can overcome the frustration and provide instant outcomes. Um, in fact, Siri, Alexa, Google Assistant, they're all chatbots, much smarter, but they're also chatbots. And um, you know, we'll get into maybe a little bit later in the call, some of the use cases and how your listeners can potentially use it in their organizations as well. Yeah, I, I've not kind of thought about Siri as a, as a chatbot, but it's exactly what it is. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of Siri. I use her every day, uh, whether it be to schedule an appointment for her to help find something for me. And looking at that underneath that same kind of umbrella there really makes sense as well. So inside that, because particularly, you know, one of the things we'll talk about a little bit today is kind of Facebook messenger bots as well. Is there a difference between a Facebook messenger bot versus a regular chat bot? What, what's the difference between those two? Yeah, look, very subtle differences. Look, Facebook Messenger Bot is a form of chatbot, okay? Yeah. It, it just uses the Facebook Messenger platform. Now, both can be live human chat or automated bot, okay? That can be an automated conversation. Um, the main difference from where I sit is that people are very familiar with Facebook Messenger. It's, it's the platform we use to communicate with our loved ones and, um, you know, how we get information. And so we're much more likely to engage with it that particular chat widget, if, it, if that were on your website versus a generic chat widget, right? So the other difference from a business perspective is a Facebook Messenger, and this is the cool thing from a marketing perspective, is a Facebook Messenger also allows us to capture that lead information and continue the conversation even after the person has left your website. 
So that's another difference between a regular you know, third-party chatbot and using the Facebook Messenger platform to build our chatbots. Got it. I just want to double tap on that a moment because there's that, I guess you're talking about there's that uh, uh, familiarity that comes with the, you know, we see the symbol, it's like a little lightning bolt kind of blue thing. Is it a lightning bolt? I think that's what yeah, it looks yeah. like. Yeah, that, that tells us. And so that level of familiar, familiarity is your experience. Is someone is much more likely to interact with that than if it's just another chat service that might be on our website. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you said something really interesting there. You said, oh, you know, Alexa's the chatbot. I love Alexa. And, you know, you got to come back and think why and you know and, and and if we can ask that question when designing our own chatbots converse, our own chatbot conversations um, that's when you start to have real engagement and connection and what i mean by that is you know why do we like alexa or siri or google assistant because they're helpful they help us solve problems they help us get closer to what it is that we want okay so think about those things when designing a chatbot it's not just to make sales okay it's not just to give people our opening hours Think about the real problems our, our character or our hero in our organization are facing. And how can we use this medium as a way to solve those? That's when we start to have that paradigm shift in thinking. Yeah. So I want to remind everyone, because I, I, I can't imagine there's many people that haven't also listened to episode 97 where we talked beforehand. One of the things I love about the whole kind of story brand, the book story brand and the work that you do there. When Jamie was referring to the hero beforehand, that's not us as the practitioner. The hero that Jamie is referring to is our patient or our potential patient. That's the hero in the story. We're the guide. And it's based on, you know, Don talks about in his book there too. We've only got room in our lives for one hero. And that's us. Okay. We want to position ourselves as the hero. So we're not looking for another hero in the brands and the businesses that we work with. What we're looking for is guides. And when we position ourselves as the guide, you know, that's the Yoda to the Luke Skywalker. When we position ourselves as the guide, we're way more attractive to our audience as well. And so I guess what you're saying there is that what are the issues that our hero or the hero, our patient, our potential patient has? And our chatbot is really all about addressing those and taking them to the next step. Bam. You, you explain this stuff better than I do, Angus. Got it. Now, I've just got no idea how to set the back end of it up, but I'm sure it's not all that kind of complicated as no. well. So let's let's go into some use cases and maybe we can talk about, you know, perhaps we could start with some of the companies that you have used messenger bots for, and then maybe we could brainstorm between the two of us and how perhaps a chiropractic, a naturopathic or a dentist practice might use it as, as well. Can you give us some examples first that you've already done? A good idea. Let me go back one step and, and talk a little bit about the why, okay? Because this is important. Like people are going to say, well, why is it that I want to use a bot? You know, what benefits am I going to get out of using a bot? Uh, and that'll help us start to brainstorm some of those other use cases. And I'm going to give you some examples of how we use it in our businesses. Uh, and then hopefully, you know, for your listeners, it inspires other ideas because uh, as you said earlier, it, it is fairly new. I mean, maybe the actual technology isn't so new, but using it for marketing, I think is I think we're still scratching the surface, and yeah. you know one of the things that we can use bots to to really improve the customer experience by providing instant responses or vital information, especially when you are not available to provide that response. So that's the first real benefit or reason why I would consider using it in a practice. You know, if somebody's you know got a, a body challenge or a mental health challenge at eleven o'clock at night and your chat is unavailable or you know they know they're not going to get an instant email response yet your bot can help to facilitate some sort of answer then that's going to improve the customer experience and your relationship with that user 
you know, um, as I mentioned before, once somebody responds to your messenger bot or engages with your Facebook messenger bot, they're also automatically captured as a lead with, um, within the third party software that we use. There are now there are a few different um, platforms that you can use and your um, listeners today can jump on these websites and literally go and start building their own bots. They don't need a marketing agency to go out there and build a bot for them. Although that'd be nice, keeps me uh, employed, uh, but they can go on and use a program like ManyChat, Mobile Monkey, or ChatFuel, and, uh, and then they can use that to integrate into their Facebook uh, Messenger and, and you know, add the widget to their website. The other reason we want to think about using these is because we get a much higher engagement rate than in any other form of marketing. So um, you mentioned that my bot was following you up, okay? It was uh, asking other questions and following you up after the initial dialogue. And um, those messages, <clears throat> pardon me, are much more engaging. Because you use uh, Facebook uh, Messenger as a uh, communication tool in everyday life, you're much more likely to open that marketing message. So we're seeing open rates of up to, an, uh, up to about 88%. Okay, so when you look at email marketing, and I'm a big fan of email marketing, my entire business is built on email marketing. You know, if you're good, it's 25, 30%, yes. 48% if you're brilliant. But, um, you know, when you start talking 60, 70, 80, 90% open rates, that significantly can improve your return on investment for marketing. We're seeing click-through rates of up to 56%. So uh, because we're using a platform that is more engaging, if we have the right messages, okay, remember that heart-centered approach, not the sales-centered approach, mm -hmm. okay, people will click through and engage with your business. Mm -hmm. The other thing too, it can set your business apart because it's often seen, uh, sorry, often perceived as innovative, okay? And we're always looking for little ways we can differentiate ourselves from our competitors. How can one dentist differentiate from the other or one Cairo from the next? And um, uh, often we need to do that before they get in and set. Now, sure, once they get in and they experience our service and, and the way that we care and treat, you know, that's how we, uh, you know, I guess can show our point of difference. But before that, messenger bots can be a good help. Um, the other thing and the coolest thing for me as a marketer and uh, it starts to get business owners pretty excited also is that you can actually run full-blown marketing campaigns using chatbots. Okay, so we can actually use a chatbot to generate a lead. And now maybe I'll make that the segue into use cases. Um, what most businesses are doing, what most marketers tell us we should do is, okay, Jamie, let's run a Facebook ad. Or Angus, I should say, because I'm not talking to myself in this instance, is let's run a Facebook ad. We'll run a campaign for you. It'll be really good. We're going to send those people to your website and there'll be a lead generator or there'll be a sales offer and we're going to make lots of sales. And that's typically what happens. Mm. The problem with that approach, in my opinion, is that no matter how good the copy is, and I love story brand and clear messaging is important, but no matter how good the copy is, you're still going to have conversion drop off. So for every 100 clicks that come from Facebook or Google or LinkedIn or Instagram or whatever your lead source is, every 100 clicks that lands on that website, maybe only three or five convert, okay? Mm. 10 if you're great, yes. okay? depending on, on our copy and our relevancy and, and uh, if we can help them solve their problem. What that means to me as a marketer and what it should mean to a business owner is that 90% of the money you spend on marketing is wasted. Mm. Right, that, that, that hurts me just saying that, right? You know, that most businesses are wasting a ton of cash on marketing. 
So we're doing something a bit different here at Results & Co in that we're doing, we specialize literally in Facebook Messenger Bot ads. Now how that is different from running an ad and sending it to your website is that when we run the ad, now the ad could have the same copy, the same imagery. When they click on that ad, it opens a messenger conversation. Okay, so we don't send them away from Facebook. It's a little bit like a Facebook lead ad. Okay, mm. some of you users have heard about that. Uh, but we open a conversation, except these are higher conversion rates because the minute they open that conversation and engage with you, so you might be offering a lead generator or a free video course or you know, to free back exercises to help back pain, right? Once they click, yes, I'd like to get that, Facebook then give you their lead information or, or not everything. They won't give you their email address and phone number, but you get their name and their location, picture and all sorts of things. Uh, but what it allows you to do is to continue that dialogue and nurture that journey. Okay. And have multiple conversations after, but what we're seeing is, uh, you know, um, one, one organization we used it with is my wife's organization. Okay. I'm not, not, I want to talk about smaller businesses that are more relevant to your listeners. Okay. Because, you know, talking about the large furniture retailers that we use this with is of no consequence to your listeners. So she runs a, a gym and she's got the same heart-centered approach that your listeners do. Okay, she's really into empowering and helping women. It's a, it, it's a gym for women. It's called Punch Love. Uh, yeah, have you seen that? You know, I, I love that. I use, I didn't realize that was your wife. It is. I use that as an example. And yeah. in, because I just love, that's fabulous. I love their branding. I love the story through the whole thing. And I, I came across that website. I think you have on your 34 killer websites, yeah. a download that you have there too. Fabulous. Uh, well, I've spoken about your wife's business loads. Good. Wonderful. Yeah. And I do too. Often when I speak and I, uh, last Friday in Melbourne, where, you know, I bring it up because it, it really is an example of a good business, you know, a small business that can be world-class and, and, and really do some innovative things. You know, this is a gym that has wait lists. You know, mm. there, are, there are large big box gyms that will kill to have wait lists on classes. It mm. just doesn't happen in this industry. It's too competitive. Anyway, that, that aside, this particular um, uh, gym, um, uh, they launched a Facebook Messenger bot campaign. We're offering recipe books. So it's a really simple thing, right? So yeah. we're, we're targeting women in the local areas, you know, uh, coming into their New Year's resolutions. Hey, would you like to download a free recipe book, you know, change your life or a plant-based book? And what we saw was, uh, apart from lead generation rates going through the roof, is that the cost per lead was cut by 66%. Yeah, that's big. That's huge. Yeah. You know, particularly for a small to medium business. Yes. Okay. Uh, or any business for that matter. But if we can cut the cost per lead, that's a big thing. And we're doing that because we're not having all this conversion drop off by running an ad and sending it through to a website. We're just running the ad and opening an engaging messenger conversation. So that's, that's one particular use case. So running what we call Facebook Messenger ads. And that's an option that's available to everyone through their Facebook ads manager. Yes. Um, so, you know, once you've got your bot set up, you can connect the bot to Facebook. And when you go in and choose the objectives, so if, if for anyone who's used to running Facebook ads, instead of choosing conversions or, or whatever, you would choose conversations or messaging as the um, outcome that we want. Yes. Makes sense? It, it makes perfect sense. And I'm, <clears throat> I'm, you know, and certainly this is not an original idea to kind of think of the concept of marketing like dating. And, you know, if we ask too much of somebody on the initial date, hey, do you want to come away for the weekend with me? It's like, oh, it's a bit creepy just yet. Let's start with a coffee. And I can see that, you know, asking somebody to leave the Facebook platform 
to go over to another website. They're not ready for that yet. You know, we talk about and encourage if you're going to be doing some Facebook advertising, then the lead generation ads can be great because it all happens inside the, the platform there too. The other thing that, that I want to kind of double tap on at the moment too and get people to kind of just check in with themselves, you know, I like you probably have hundreds of emails come in per day. <clears throat> and so therefore, I, I can. I, there's no sense of urgency for me to actually open an email because I've become a bit numb to it. But I'll tell you what, there's not a Facebook messenger that comes into my inbox that I do not check and read. Now, it won't be like that forever because I'm sure with time, that Facebook inbox, that messenger inbox is going to become, usually what happens is us as marketers ruin stuff. So we'll ruin it and then it will be what's next. But at the moment, if you think about, and I want our audience to think about this too, if you, my chiropractic office has really great open rates. So we get open rates of 40% there too. But even that, it means that there's six out of 10 people, still the vast majority that are not opening my emails. I can't continue to build a relationship with them. And if I can take that from 40% to 60%, so now the majority of people are opening, it means I can build that relationship. I can have more people know, like, and trust me. And the more people gang in your community that know, like, and trust you, then the busier your practice will be. So I, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm eating all of this up and you've done such a great job. I'm seeing now why it can be such a valuable tool there as well. So can we go through a, a perhaps brainstorm an example that might work for us as a chiropractic or a naturopathic office? Would that be a winner? Absolutely. And then I'll, I'll share, I've got a couple of other use cases I can throw in amongst that as well. well let's so. do those use cases first, because that might kind of help me come up with some ideas on the go as we're working forwards. Okay, so I've got a list here that uh, um, might help inspire some ideas. Um, you can use Facebook Messenger bots um, for almost anything, okay? So you can use it to send updates, um, send resources, you know, video courses. You can use it to send a coupon. You can use it to conduct a survey, segment databases. You can, uh, as we talked about, deliver nurture sequences, so onboarding customers. You can take bookings, have competitions, run a health quiz. You can sell products, okay? And as I said, I think we're really only scratching the surface. One of the coolest things uh, we're trialing at the minute, uh, I won't say we've implemented this with any large organizations yet, but we're trialing this is, okay, let's say some of your listeners have a, a Facebook page, right? And let's say that they're really good at producing content and they've got a lot of engaged followers. So lots of people are commenting and you know, getting back to them and it's an engaged group of sorts. One of the cool things we can do with Messenger bots and our software is that for anyone that comments on a post, we can automatically uh, have a conversation with that consumer. So if they commented and said, oh, you know, I'd really like to learn more about this or whatever, it'll just open up a dialogue and say something like, hey, thanks for commenting. You're helping to make our community amazing. Would you mind participating in our quick survey? Okay, now the minute they participate and engage in that, Okay, we're also collecting their lead information and allows us to take them out of this one-to-many relationship that we have in Facebook groups, okay, mm -hmm. or in Facebook pages, into a one-on-one -on -one relationship. And that's the ultimate goal of marketing, right? To take them from one-to-many, from one-to-one, make it personal and engaging and uh, impactful. So just to, to make that clear, when somebody comments on anything on your Facebook page, we can automate a, a, a response, a message that goes directly to every single person at scale. So if you have 100 comments on a viral post, it'll send immediately 100 messages to those people. Uh, and uh, you know, so it could be offering them something. It could be asking them to participate in a quiz or it could just be thanking them for participating. But in any case, what we're doing is 
because those users that we have or those followers that we have in our groups, we don't necessarily have their information. We can't necessarily talk to them unless we pay for an ad or do a post, but organic posts get hardly any reach anyway. Instead, when we take them from that um, uh, group or that Facebook page into Messenger, we actually now have their lead information. Okay, we can you know, uh, nurture them in email, we can nurture them through Facebook bots. Was that clear? Yeah. It's, it's a hard one to explain, but no. uh, does that make sense? Yeah, and what, what we're doing here is on the podcast beforehand, we've talked about the difference between a cold audience and a warm audience. And so just to remind our listeners, a cold audience is somebody that's never seen you before, never engaged in any way. And so you're brand new to them. A warm audience is somebody that's perhaps watched a video, liked, comment, perhaps even turned the sound up on a video. They've had some form of interaction. And when, when we think of that, here's why that's important. When we think of the context of what's often referred to as the buying cycle, it says that there needs to be a certain number of touch points that happen that, to take you from unknown all the way through to where someone finally says, hey, Jamie, I'd like you to do my website. Or, hey, Angus, I'd like to come in and have an appointment with you. Now, depending on which different sites, sometimes that can take, you know, I, I think I read something recently said that the average cycle on Facebook, at least, for somebody to go from unknown to a purchasing decision was 43 days. So, we, which means we've got to find ways that we can get in front of the person that's already raised their hand once. And I think that that's what you're saying is that we can actually uh, silo those people that have already raised their hand, watched our video, commented, so we can get that next touch point and then that next touch point and at least get them to that 43 days or maybe even accelerate those 43 days. Is that a fair synopsis? Yeah, that's a, that's a great explanation. Yeah. So is there, question two, is there a cost then? So if I'm, you know, I'm building this um, messenger list of people and I'm just sending a constant nurture campaign, is there a cost for me to do that? Or is that kind of, other than maybe the ManyChat software, does, does Facebook charge me to communicate with my audience on there? That, that's a, a good and a very important question. Okay, Facebook have a lot of rules around this. And you touched on this earlier by saying it won't be like this forever because there are, unfortunately, marketers that will ruin this, okay, because they'll spam users, they'll send too many messages, they'll be irrelevant and they'll sell too hard and people will just get annoyed with it. Mm -hmm. And we, we only want to, because you've got to think about, you know, we use Messenger as our private space to communicate with those that are closest to us. We want to, I'm happy to invite brands into my messenger conversations if they're adding value or helping me. But those brands that want to spam me and sell me stuff, I'm just not interested. So um, Facebook have a lot of tight regulation around it. And it's important that when you build bots, you do educate yourself and understand those um, uh, challenges and restrictions around that. Um, and it's all done to, make, to ensure the user experience is, um, you know, enhanced or you know facebook doesn't want people going away from messenger right mm. so the first thing to note is when you acquire a lead you have 24 hours to send a free message or a free follow-up it's called the 24-hour rule used to be able to send more but that's been restricted and that could change again mm. so right now if um you know i you you responded to say a messenger ad and uh, you're now in my database I've got 24 hours to send you another message. Now, if you interact with that other message and you, you know, um, respond, uh, you know, with a text or you press a button and engage with that second message. So not just open it. I have to engage in some you, way. You have to engage with it. Yeah. If you, right. if you open it and close it, uh, then my 24-hour window is done. Yes. It doesn't mean that you're not a lead or valuable, but what Facebook is saying is you can no longer message that person. 
okay? You can, but you need to pay for it. Okay, so just just like a Facebook ad, Facebook will say, okay, Jamie, you've got a thousand people in this particular Facebook audience for your chiropractic um, practice. Um, you can message them because it's been after 24 hours and it might cost you about $30 per thousand at the moment. So it's, right. it's still very inexpensive uh, to send a bunch. It's probably cheaper than text messaging, right? Yep. Um, so there are some of those restrictions. You've got to understand that it's not a free for all. Once you get lead information, you can't just continue to send message after message or hour after hour. It's just not the way it's done. Um, uh, you, you get a free shot after 24 hours to follow up and add value and to engage them. And, uh, and then you can send follow up nurture sequences, but then you're paying for those sequences if they don't respond each time you send a message. Right. And if I respond, what, how do things work from there on? Well, you go back into uh, the 24-hour audience. So let's say uh, I acquired 1,000 leads this week and uh, I send 1,000 messages tomorrow within the 24 hours, but only 500 respond. Well, I can send another message to those 500 people for free, but the other 500 people I'll need to start paying for. And so is it a constant rolling 24-hour engagement game? Correct. Got it. Okay. Yep. Terrific. And so, therefore, it would make sense to try and have your conversation, the questions you're asking, what are you doing to make it easy for people to respond and engage? Yes. Um, got it. Okay. That makes sense. And so, you've got this rolling audience I would see inside there of those that are the freebies and then those that are the paid ones that you just need to communicate in different ways. Yeah. And, and the software will often look after that for you. So, you know, if you want to um, uh, send a message because you're running a promotion, it'll say, great, Jamie, you've got 500 that'll be free, but then you're paying for this, this segment of the audience. It might cost you 30 or 40 bucks. Got it. So Basically. if I send a paid message out to my audience and they engage it, do they go back in the free one again? Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Sounds fair to me. Yeah. Yep. So let's brainstorm some ideas about how I might use this for my practice. Let's do that. Um, I would imagine that the simplest thing that might come to mind for me if somebody's, because here's the other thing I want to touch on too, um, and we talked about this at the start there, is the Facebook Messenger doesn't have to just be, we're not doing this gang just through Facebook. There are plugins that mean that I can have this exact same thing happening on my website as well. And, and the same rules all apply, I'm guessing, to what we just talked about beforehand. That's right, Angus. And so we have that, you know, our, our goal, which I really love this idea of, is instant responsive. There's not a human there and vital information. And it might also be, because your practice might be open, but someone might not be ready to want to jump on the phone. There's a lower barrier to me just putting a, you know, interacting with a chat bot there also. So I'm guessing, let's just go, you know, someone wanting to make an appointment. It will keep it really simple there. Um, but I would imagine that we would have some kind of introduction there that might ask the person what they're looking for, i.e., are you wanting to make an appointment? Do you want to know what our hours are? Do you want to know where we are? Is that how we start off with a you know, multiple choice type sort of thing to funnel them into a direction? Yeah, okay. Let me give you an example. So how my bot starts, and although I don't, uh, my business is very different to your listeners, um, so I believe in transparency. I think from the outset, the user needs to know that they're conversing with a bot, okay? Because that reduces the resistance. What we know from the data and research is people are quite happy to talk to bots because it can help them get to their solution a lot faster. Um, but they don't like to be cheated, right? No one likes to be cheated, right? Yeah. So my message, if you go on my website, you'll say, hi and welcome. I'm Marty, the messenger bot. You can unsubscribe anytime by pre- uh, typing stop. 
or to speak with a human at any time, just type human. What would you like to do next? And three options will come up. It'll say, uh, get a quote, schedule a call or view our services. You know, something like that, it will say. And then, so it gives them three um, uh, quick replies or quick responses, we call them. They can just click on that. They don't have to type in, tell me about your services. But we can also program the bot. So if somebody does type in something random, that it can correlate or understand what that question is. So we go through a learning process as well. I don't want to get too complicated yes. with the whole thing, but um, you know they'll, they'll click on the response, uh, learn about our services. And then as a chiropractor, you might offer multiple services. Yes. So that's a great way to show um, your potential customers what you offer because they yes. may not know what you offer yet. You know, um, I suppose that's one way it can be used. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. And then that cycle, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm wrapping my head around all of this kind of concepts. What are, um, what are some of the risks of using a bot? How, how do, you talked about one beforehand, this idea of not letting people know that it is a bot, that it's automated as, as, as well. Are there other risks in doing this? What are some of the other mistakes that you see made? Um, yeah, I suppose there are risks. You know, you can certainly damage a brand if this isn't done right. You know, um, People think building the bot is the hard thing. To me, as, a, as also as a copywriter, um, building the dialogue is the most important thing. Mm. You know, it needs to be conversational in tone, not so robotic. Now, sure, people need to know it's a robot. We need to be transparent. Um, they need to also be able to escalate or speak with a real person. They, you need to tell them quickly how they can do that so that if the bot gets stuck or doesn't, you know, can't answer a question, they can quickly type in human and then that'll notify you and you can jump on and take over the dialogue. Yes. So I think that's something that some brands forget to put that functionality in and people get frustrated with bots. Yes. Right? I had that exact experience. Um, and I'm happy to say this with Optus where I was wanting to get some billing changed happen. And the solution that I wanted was an option one, two, three or four. And so it kept on hanging up on me. Like I got kicked out of the system a couple of times there and I was five minutes in and I kept on getting back to this thing. Like there should be an option of none of the above and let me speak to somebody. And it was infuriating that I couldn't, I'm, I'm happy to deal with it, you know, work my way through that. But I think you're right. That was one of those examples there, which was frustrating. And so, you know, look, I ended up just pressing random numbers third time around there and eventually got onto a human that allowed me to kind of kick through it there. <laughs> so that reminder of, you know, stop and or human to, to help me out. And I would imagine that is there a way to automate that if they hit human, for instance, and it happens to be 2am in the morning and I'm not on my phone at that stage, that it might say, hey, listen, um, you know, we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Can you kind of automate that sort of sequence? Yeah, hundred um, percent. So if it's, uh, we can have time-based rules so that if it is 2am, uh, we can say, great, uh, you know, you can close this dialogue um, when, when an operator is available or when there's someone available, we'll jump on the chat and you'll receive a notification, you know, during business hours. So we, you know, you can craft a dialogue, set up certain rules and um, all that is, is certainly achievable within the bot. Yeah. So I'm wondering too, I'm, I'm, as another kind of case idea of how we might be able to use something like this and to automate it. If I made a video, for instance, that um, let's just say I was showing people how to set up their desks at work. So it wasn't going to put stress on their spine to keep them moving properly. And I go through all that kind of stuff there too. And I say, Hey, listen, if you want to download of this, I've actually kind of created the whole cheat sheet that you can stick up. Um, at your workplaces as well. Just type download down beneath through here and via the messenger bot, I'll send you a link straight to that. Messenger would allow me to do that. Is that right? 
Yeah, it will. Um, we, we do it. Uh, one thing we do with most uh, clients is that when um, we're offering a, a lead generator as such, so download the, the free video or this free uh, course, we also ask them within the bot for their email address. So we'll say, hey, question one is, would you like to download this? You'll click yes, and then we've got your name and your location and some basic details. But there's this big push in marketing towards omni-channel, so using multiple channels. Yeah. So I don't want to get, you know, personally, as much as I'm a, uh, I love bots and, uh, you know, we're really, really big on bots in 2020. In 2022, Facebook could change the rules. Mm-hmm. So I'm also a big believer in collecting email addresses and owning that lead for myself as well. Yeah. Yep. So in the, so once I click yes, we've captured the lead in ManyChat or ChatFuel or Mobile Monkey, and then what I then do is say, hey, let me know your email address and we'll send you a copy to your email address. So then they will enter their email address. But often, uh, what's really cool is Facebook will auto-populate the email address to make the user experience quickly. Yes. So it'll just come up, um, you know, Jamie at Results and Co. I just click on it rather than having to type the whole thing in. And so now I can, uh, you know, set up a, a an integration with, you know, uh, Salesforce or HubSpot or Mobile Monkey, so that I've got and I, and I can just pop them into an email nurturing sequence. So we've got a, a larger number of meaningful touch points. Yeah, I love that. I mean, and you know, building these custom audiences, which I've kind of talked about in previous episodes, I, I think. You know, to touch on that point again, it all comes back to what I referred to before as the buying cycle and us building enough touch points so that we can get enough no like, and trust so somebody is happy to do business with us. It's one of the biggest mistakes that I see practitioners make um, is they're, they're, they're measuring the score at half time. So it's, it's half time in the game there and I'm 10 points down and they're saying, I'm finished. You can, hey, dude, it's, it's half time. And I, I had a... Marketing is a long-term thing and we need, I think this along with many other things is that the practitioner that's prepared to play the longest game is also probably the one that's going to win. I had a really neat experience, a very interesting experience with this just last week. I've been thinking a lot about this stop measuring results at halftime. So I'm, I'm where I am now in my study and I'm working away and I've got window out through here with my kind of front lawn and nice nature strip. Now I'm not, um, you know, overly proud of my nature strip. I like nice grass and stuff like that too. I'm a dog lover. And what I'm not, one of the things I dislike about dogs is dog poo, um, particularly when people don't pick it up. So I'm sitting here working away. I notice a guy come past. I watch his dog stop there and his dog does what dogs do. It poos on my front lawn out the front there too. And I watch him and he just walks away. And I'm like, now it took everything for me, Jamie, to not run out and do the old shake a finger there too. But I got this sense inside me of, I don't know what it was, but just I'm trying to work on this compassion thing at the moment there too. Like, ah, you know, who knows what's kind of going on there too. So I let it be. I'm sitting and working away. And it was a good 15 minutes later. Who comes back again? But Mr. Dog Owner with his dog with a bag and he picks it up and off he goes. And it really, it, so we, so many things in life, not just with our marketing, but with our relationships, with our staff. Too often, what I do and what I see lots of people do is that we jump to conclusions way too early. You know, I, I, I could have gone out there and shook my hand at this dude, got all angry and aggressive, all that kind of stuff there too. We would have had that really nasty interaction. And I just didn't give him a chance to go on and do what humans do, which is clean up after themselves there too. It, it's a good metaphor, gang, for when we're thinking about our marketing. You might go, look, I did this Facebook marketing thing for a month and I didn't get any results. 
I think this, whether it be messenger bots, whether it be running some ads, those kind of things, if you're not prepared to do it for the very least 12 weeks, three months, just don't start because you're not likely to see results in that time. Not meaningful results anyway. And it, 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 I got to imagine the messenger thing is a similar kind of process. Yes. Yeah, it really is. And, uh, you know, I think we might've talked about this before the podcast started, you know, and yeah, I'm in marketing and, uh, you know, my job is to help people make sales. But I also believe that, you know, as a brand, you want to be known as a brand that's generous. Yes. Okay. You want to be known as a brand that's giving because people are attracted to that. People will want to do business with brands or people who are like themselves. Right. Mm. And so if people join my email sequence, now you can sit on that email email sequence for like a year and you won't be sold a thing. Mm. I just give you, you know, Google advice or how to speed up your website or, you know, how to use messenger bots or how to use story brand. And eventually at some point when your pain point is great, hopefully it's that touch point, that email or that messenger that I, that message that I send you today that is the catalyst for, you know, you having enough trust to pick up the phone and talk to me as a marketing um, person as opposed to somebody else or one of my competitors. And the same is true for your, your customers and, and, your, and the customers of your listeners. Yeah, I, I think the, as we're seeing, particularly in the online conversations, that, is that trust continues to plummet. And it continues to plummet because many people on social media, and by many people, I mean many businesses on social media there too, just behave really poorly. You know, we can't be asking for marriage on the first date. We need to be playing the longer game. And, you know, for that process, if we can consistently deliver value, if our content, I like the idea of transformative content, so content that helps to get your audience one step closer to the health outcome. So, you know, you're helping people in your community balance their thyroid, get straighter, healthier teeth there to better posture, less sciatica, whatever it is, what can you start to share that helps to get them one step closer to, um, to that goal? I'm, I'm ready to kind of dive a bit deeper into this kind of whole Facebook messenger type sort of thing um, as, as, as well. So I'm, you know, I look forward to kind of some communication back and forwards. Where would somebody start? Like if someone's got to the end of this now, like, mm, okay, what's their first step? Um, I think the first thing is to work out what software or what platform you'd like to use. Yes. Um, no, you know what? That's wrong. Let, let me go back a step before, before the platform. What, what's important is knowing why you want to use your bot. Yeah. Okay. Why, why do you want to use a bot? You know, is it just because I need another tool to, in my marketing arsenal or am I genuinely going to be able to provide value, improve the customer experience and get my customers closer to their solution to solve yeah. the problem? Work out what that why is and then start maybe just mapping out on a piece of paper or a whiteboard. What would a bot conversation look like? Start researching other bots that exist in the marketing place. Look at other chiropractic bots or dental bots or, you know, um, psychology bots and, and just play around with them and find where you're frustrated and find where you're delighted. Okay. And start just, you know, building a flow, like a process flow. Then step three, find the platform, build your bot and uh, live happily ever after. Yeah, I feel like this might be an ongoing dialogue, Jamie, where it's kind yeah. of going back and forwards with this as, as well. And one of you and I might jump on a Facebook or Instagram live sometime in around when this episode comes out and we can kind of share some more information around it. Um, also, I'm, I'm such a, you know, I, I, I'm such a fan of the work that you do. I want to Thank also you. ask you a question as, as well. I know that one of the things that, you know, we talked last episode 97 all about websites and we talked about website design a lot also. 
one of the other things that's really important about you can have the most beautiful website in the world doing all the things that we talked about there as well if your load time is really lousy and it doesn't open i think you know google says kind of two three seconds there too then people are bouncing really quickly away from that as, as well you've recently put together i can't believe how cheaply you do it where you'll kind of jump in the back end of somebody's site clean up all the things that need to be cleaned up so that their load time is much quicker so don't change anything else if you didn't change anything else gang but you just made your sites load quicker your conversions into people getting on the phone with you will elevate can can you give us a thumbnail on that yeah yeah so according to google more than half of mobile users will leave a site that takes longer than three seconds to load so yeah. if your site is taking more than three seconds to load now you're losing half of your potential customers okay before they even get to your site to see your message they're just bouncing out people are now we want everything so quickly today. Just think consciously next time you're Googling stuff, how quickly you're in and out of other websites while looking for something. Um, you, know, uh, you know, just a, a millisecond or a hundred millisecond delay in load time can reduce your conversion rate. So mm. put simply, if your website is slow, you are losing sales, you are losing yes. bookings and you are losing the ability to impact and change lives. Yeah. Okay, that, that, that's the bottom line here. So, um, there's a website you can go to called GT Metrics, and that's metrics with an X, gtmetricswithanx.com. It's a free site. You can punch in your website address. It'll tell you, it'll give you a free report. It'll say, here's, and, and they don't follow you up. They don't ask for your email address. So don't, don't worry about that stuff. You get a free report. You can give that report to your developer and say, hey, these are all the things that are wrong with my site. Can you fix these so that my site is faster? This is the number one thing I believe you can do in 2020. If you're looking to, you know, yeah. you're spending time and effort on SEO, I think you should be, but you know, speeding your website up will uh, get you more customers because Google is, is actively telling us they're prioritizing websites in the search results that are fast. They yes. want to give their users a better mobile and uh, desktop experience. Number two, okay. Apart from getting more traffic, people will actually um, stick around on your site longer. Okay, because your site loads fast, the data and the evidence is saying that they're going to stick around on your site longer, maybe look at more pages, which ultimately influences conversion. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Fast website equals more sales. Okay, I can't say that any more clearly. We do offer a service if you go to our website, it's $249. Um, and uh, we'll jump in the back end. It's only certain websites. We'll do Squarespace, WordPress, Wix, and Shopify, I believe. Yes. So if you're on one of those platforms, we can handle that. Uh, we aim to get it within three seconds. Um, we don't make any guarantees because you know, you're hosting and there are other things that will impact that, but we do guarantee we'll make your site a heck of a lot faster. And that's uh, definitely one of the best things you can do in 2020 to you know, grow your website, grow your business, grow your customers. Um, but of course, as I said, gtmetrics.com, get your free report, give that to your developer, whoever you've got a great relationship with, get your website fast and live happily ever after. Yeah, look, you know, I'll be the first to admit that making videos, putting together Facebook ads, putting together email campaigns, all those things take time, effort and energy. But heading over to gtmetrics.com, checking out the speed of your website, cleaning that up. Maybe you've got some skills yourself where you can do it good to you if you yeah. possibly can. I, I can't speak of Jamie and his crew more highly. If you're wanting somebody to help you out with that for 250 bucks, gang, um, head on over. So it'd be just results and co. Yeah, resultsandco.com.au and yeah. you can click on services and it's all in there. I'll have all the links inside of there as, as well. Hey, Jamie, thanks for being so generous today, buddy. I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of digesting this. I think for many of our listeners, this might be a, a two-time listener as, as, as well. So resultsandco.com.au is where you'll find Jamie. 
whether you want to have a look. There's loads of great resources on there, whether it be that you're wanting a website review redone, whether you want to work with Jamie and his company to get your branding and marketing done, messenger bots, and or just get your site sped up there. That's the spot to go to, dude. So look forward to catching up with you again and continuing our online relationship. And maybe one time when I'm in Sydney or you're down here, we can get together in person. Sounds fab. And uh, thanks for having me again, Angus. Always a great pleasure, mate. Take care. Have a great day. Cheers. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out the Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work one-on-one with you to apply, implement, systematize, and help guide you and your practice to the next level. Now, you can join me on over at adiomedia.com forward slash join. That's adiomedia.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there.